Many of the most meaningful decisions that you'll make in your life will seem incredibly stupid to everyone around you whenever you decide to take on whatever new job, new endeavor, new passion you're pursuing. And if everyone around you seems to have a little bit of disbelief or misunderstanding, then that's a pretty good indicator that you're on to something. Because here's what most people are saying when they tell you full decisions that you'll make in your life will seem incredibly stupid to everyone around you whenever you decide to take on whatever new job, new endeavor, new passion you're pursuing. And if everyone around you seems to have a little bit of disbelief or misunderstanding, then that's a pretty good indicator that you're on to something. Because here's what most people are saying when they tell you you're stupid for doing that. You shouldn't try that. I would never do that. What they're really saying is, I would never do that. I shouldn't do that. I could never do that. You will have those few people around you that will say, you know what? If anyone can make this work, you can. I could not, but you can. Those are the people to surround yourself with. The others, the naysayers, most of them realize they could not even consider, comprehend making a bold move like the one that you may have described to them. I remember back in 2003, whenever I decided to escape from corporate America, I was 28 years old. I didn't have a lot of wealth and I had no big ideas, but I decided I'd had enough of the corporate rat race and I wanted to go out on my own. And so I started looking for businesses to buy. And given that I didn't have a lot of money, I had to find a business that had low barriers to entry that could allow me to put a little bit of money in and pay it out over the long term. And I knew that I wanted this to be a business in the smaller community nearby where I had grown up. And so there were a lot of factors that just didn't make a lot of sense to the outside world. And whenever I finally found that business in Tyler, Texas, which was a real estate brokerage that I was going to acquire, all my friends around me could see was the fact that I'd never sold a house in my life. I had no family or friends in Tyler. I had a secure job and a career that was pretty much mapped out. All I had to do was not screw it up. And yet I was throwing all of that away to pursue this completely uncertain risk of purchasing my own business. I didn't expect them to understand and they didn't, but here's what I knew. I knew my life's purpose. I knew the blueprint for the life that I wanted to draft. And that was worth far more to me than what anyone had to say about the decision that I was making. Here's my encouragement to you. First of all, find wise counsel. It is perfectly okay to listen to what others have to say, but you have to be incredibly discerning about who you listen to. And here's what's going to happen. You're going to find out that a lot of the people that you thought were your friends, that you thought you could depend on, in these moments, that's whenever they start to let their own lack of ambition and their lack of ability to take the risk that you are about to pursue come to the light. They can't get over themselves. Those people need to be pushed aside and you need to make sure that you have wise counsel. Next, you need to know yourself. If this is something that you simply just can't get off your mind, if this is something that you can you can put a worst case scenario in your mind and it not stop you from wanting to pursue this ambition, then that means you're onto something. I remember whenever I set out to buy my first business, I thought, I'm probably going to go bankrupt within the first three years. I truly thought that. And it's kind of bizarre to think now that I would ever go into something 
so, I don't know, that just sounds stupid, frankly. But here's what I knew. Even if I did go broke, pursuing this endeavor, it would be worth it. It would be worth knowing that I had taken the step. I'd made the leap. And here's the thing, too, that you got to always realize. Whatever your greatest fear is, whatever the, what you call risky, whatever the, the risk is, risk of going broke, risk of being hurt, risk of getting your heart broken, whatever the case may be, most likely that's not going to happen. You know, what do insurers insure life insurance for? Your death. They would not write those policies if they actually thought you were going to die and they were going to have to pay off. It wouldn't, it, wouldn't even, it wouldn't even exist as an industry. What the actuarials know is that the greatest catastrophe, the worst case scenario, rarely comes to pass. That's how the insurance business is built. It's, it's all built on a bunch of people being fearful of the worst case scenario and them knowing the statistical likelihood of it actually happened. And there you have a market for insurance. So know that. Know that whatever it is that you're thinking about jumping off into, the worst case scenario will not, most likely, not come to pass. But even if it does, you got to ask yourself, so what? You know, Elon Musk, whenever he's trying to decide whether he's going to pursue a new business or not, he thinks to himself this very thing. If the worst case scenario is that I lose all my money. Well, that's not a reason to not pursue this endeavor as long as the calculated upside is great enough. That's his metrics. Is the calculated upside, if this actually works, would pursuing it be worth losing everything for? And if, it, if the answer is yes, then he goes for it. That's what you have to do. Here's another thing too that you gotta know. I, I, right now, I'm going through this program that's called uh, Eight Weeks to Seal Fit. It's, it's created by Mark Devine, former uh, master chief and just an incredible, incredible human being. I love Mark Devine, his books, his, his, his videos, his training. And what Eight Weeks to Seal Fit is supposed to do is to simulate the process of getting prepared to either go to Kokoro training, Seal Fit training, or the, uh, or Navy SEALs BUDS training. But here's the thing I can tell you, having gone through about half of it right now. There's no way to simulate BUDS training. You will have to go to BUDS training to understand exactly what those warriors are going through, to understand the physical and mental toll. And I'm never going to be able to simulate that on my own. I know that. Remember one time whenever I was, I was hiking in the Himalayas on a, uh, mission trip and thought I was going to die. I was completely dehydrated. We were out in the complete wilderness of the foothills of the Himalayas. And I didn't think I was ever going to come home again. And just remembering back to that time, I thought to myself, you could never simulate this. In fact, I remember thinking whenever we were, were out there and there was a chance I might not make it back, I kept comparing it to the show Survivor that was popular at that time, though I'd never seen the show. I, I, I knew the premise of it. And I thought to myself, you know, on Survivor, where they're going through all those things, they always know there's TV cameras and there's water somewhere. There's first aid. There's something. We're in the middle of nowhere. There are no cameras. There's no one coming to save us if this goes really, really bad. I could never simulate that. You cannot simulate the risk 
that could lead to the worst case scenario. You just have to go through it. And here's something that I heard a long time ago, but has always stuck with me, is on the other side of fear is nothing. There's nothing there. There's usually nothing on the other side of fear, but it's getting ourselves mentally in a place where we can take that step to find out that there really is nothing or at a, at a minimum, there's nothing we can't overcome on the other side of fear. So be willing to take those big risks. Be willing to ask the girl out. Be willing to ask the girl to marry you. Be willing to say yes. Be willing to start that business. Be willing to, to whatever is burning within you. Don't let fear of the worst case scenario stop you. Because here's the thing. One of these we just don't ever talk about that much is like we think, okay, what's the worst that could happen? I think it was Thomas Watson, the uh, first CEO of IBM. I think I have that right. That's one of the things that he used to always ask his executives when they were pursuing a new project is, what is the worst that could happen? And it's only whenever you can look and face down the worst case scenario that you can start to realize you are most likely bigger than that worst case scenario. In fact, you probably overcome things in your life already that are worse than that worst case scenario. And I can guarantee you, if you look back over the artifacts of your life, you can look and find that you probably have taken down fear like this in even greater quantity, and you're now on the other side of it. Don't let fear of the worst case scenario stop you from taking the risk. Whenever you decide what your life's purpose is, what your life's meaning is, go get it. Go get it. And in the process, keep improving always in all ways.